Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi, and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to this episode 78 of Essential Skills of NLP. And today we're continuing our journey into the idea of core states. So just to remind you, core states are like states, and states is a concept I've been banging on about on all these podcasts. States being, we are always in one state or another. The question is, is this state we're in useful for us? So states are very similar to activation of neurological units, moods, feelings, states of minds. And throughout the podcast, we've been talking about how powerful states are, how important they are, how vital they are. But core states takes this deeper and says, there are particular states, five that we recognize easily, which when we're in that state, it seems to be even more extraordinary, even more life-changing like super states. One of the fascinating things that comes from this work, and we've been looking at it from a perspective of what would it be like to be in these core states, is Connie Rain and her sister Tamara Andreas's book, Core Transformation, starts from a very different place. It says, okay, if we look at behaviors that we have, maybe we don't like them, but if we look at them and we use that NLP presupposition, which I've mentioned earlier in the series, that Let's pretend every behavior has a positive intention. There's a good reason behind it. If we ask the question of a behavior, say like smoking and say, well, you know, what does this get for me? What does this want for me? What, why do I do this? What propels me and compels me to do this? If we ask that question, we'll find some interesting answers. So classically, people might say, well, I smoke, I guess, because when I was a teenager, it, you know, gave me confidence. Yeah, brilliant. Well, that's a positive intention already. But we could continue to ask that question. And then what would that give you, that confidence? And we might get an answer like, well, you know, when I was a teenager, having confidence allowed me to, you know, feel more secure in myself, to fit in. Again, a great answer. And normally what we do is take these answers and reframe them and say, well, look, if that's what the behavior is trying to do, I wonder if there's other ways that it could achieve that. But with core transformation, it takes a different route. It says, okay, well, let's keep on asking the question. What if you keep on asking that question? What would that give you? Well, what happens if you keep on asking that question is you end up in one of these five core states. And it's extraordinary how commonly this happens. When you're working with clients, start with a, an issue. It could be any kind of behavior. It could be smoking, overeating, pulling their hair, not feeling confident, wetting the bed. From that extraordinary range of potential problems that people could have, it's extraordinary to realize that they can all be boiled down into one of these five core states. That's why they're so cool. So today's core state is the state of okayness. Now, if you've read any books about transactional analysis, you'll be familiar with the phrase, I'm okay. This sense of just being okay with yourself. And it's not, oh, that's okay, like that's fine, or I'm okay with that. It's something much bigger than that because usually with okayness there's a kind of a judgment that's okay I measure that as okay I validate that as being okay or not okay with a core state of okayness there is no judgment it's just getting to that place 
where you feel completely okay with yourself and the way things are at a real deep level. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing broken. It's just okay the way it is and the way that I am. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It doesn't mean the world is perfect. It's just saying, and in this moment, I have got to a place of just being okay on a very, very deep level with who I am, where I am, what I am. I am okay. Those two little words, I am, portray a huge amount of us trying to express our identity, what we think, what we feel. And you maybe want to check out my podcasts on Diltz's neurological levels to find out a little bit more about that. But those three little letters, I am, are huge. What if we were really in touch and in tune with what it feels like to really be okay with who we are? Not because, not because somebody agrees with something I've done that's good, not because I've achieved this, or I'm good at that, or I'm not bad at that, but just I am okay because I decide that's where I'm going to come from. So let's pause for a minute and connect up, just like we have with the other core states, with this sense of okayness. Where in your life have you experienced a sense of totally being okay with yourself and how things are? doesn't mean that everything was perfect again, it's just you were able to find some sense of it's okay. I am okay. It's kind of deep, intrinsic sense of being at peace and having a kind of worthiness, a self-worth that is independent of anything that you've done. It's just saying that I am okay as it is where have you had that who do you know who exemplifies that who just seems to have this sense of being okay with themselves of being okay with what is who do you know who doesn't have that how does that work for them usually the answer is not so good. Quite often when I'm working with people in the top echelons of business, you would think they have all the boxes ticked, have all the things, all the attributes of success. But when you talk to them, there's usually something missing. And what's missing is trying to be fed by all their material success. Because what's missing is they don't feel that okay with themselves. Not universally, but it's much more common than you might imagine, looking from the outside at people who seem to have, you know, as many penthouses as you could possibly want, as many fast cars as you would want. So, okayness. Where do you see it? Where do you not see it? When in your life have you not been in touch with your sense of okayness? Another thing that we say within the work with core states is that these are our birthrights. This is where we come from. 
Think of puppies. Puppies completely have a sense of okayness. Kids will usually have a complete sense of okayness when they're tiny until somebody teaches them something else that they're not okay in some way that isn't good enough. So the lack of okayness comes usually from some external judgment, some external kind of mark in the sand, should have done this and you didn't. It's very interesting we look, when we look at society and what society tells us is appropriate. If we look at body image, it's a great example. Just having a look at some of the works of art by Rembrandt, Renoir, going back through time, we can see that the adored shape of a female in particular was very, very different from what we're now presented with on the cover of magazines. If Rembrandt had painted stick-thin models like we have now, the size zeros, people would have laughed at him because their idea of beauty, their judgment about what that was, was very, very different in those days to what we've somehow inherited now. So society will tell us what to think. Usually we can't make these kind of decisions without other people telling us it's this way or it's that way. So this is all stuff that comes on later. It's not how we begin. This is something that social interactions, society, judgments of friends, opinions have dumped on us. And we start to buy into it. We start to believe that is true. But actually the real truth is Deep inside, everybody is actually okay. We just need to remember that. So this next week, take some time to notice when you're feeling okay, when you're in touch with that okayness, and especially those times when that okayness is shaken, questioned by others or by yourself. Just remind yourself, get back into your state of okayness. That's where you come from. That's your starting point. And imagine what will it be like to move through the world, starting every breath, every moment from this place of I am okay and that's okay. So I hope you have a fabulous brilliant week where you recognize that okayness that enriched sense of worthiness flowing through you and i'll speak to you next time about the final course state maybe you can guess what it is bye if you like these podcast series then i think you'd really love finding out more about how we could work together best things you can do get hold of the other podcasts on itunes or get some of my extraordinary books, which as I say, if you like these podcasts, they're very, very similar, life-changing, fascinating ways of looking at the world. And the ultimate thing you could do, hey, come and train with me. I'd love to meet you in person. Let us know. Drop us an email, phil at philparker.org, or go to the website, philparker.org. Sign up for the newsletters. There you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads. And those downloads contain the latest research, techniques and tools to change your life and improve your health. So just register to get those right now. And I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP.
practical skills for a great life.